0: Hey everybody, welcome to the morning for a podcast exploring the worlds of movies, video games, and TV shows. I'm your host, Nate, and how's everybody doing today? We've entered a new week, the lurky shadows await
1: ahead of us, and today I'm joined by Jordan. Hello. Hey man, how's it going, dude? Pretty good, man. You know, it's been a nice weekend, nice time. Had a great chat with you guys last week, and uh, yeah, looking forward to getting into the nitty-gritty of our today's topic.
0: The nitty-gritty indeed, honestly. this we are going to be getting into a spoiler-filled discussion for the recent and latest entry in the Resident Evil film franchise, Resident Evil, welcome to Raccoon City. Not that I call it a city, but we'll get to that later. (laughs) And honestly, like...
1: Like, It's like, welcome to Raccoon Village. (laughs) Welcome to Raccoon Housing Estate. (laughs) This this is, yeah, this... uh,
0: We're skipping ahead, people, but we might as well just say it now. This is not Raccoon City. This is Raccoon yeah just it's just I, I can't even describe it and um so full warning uh jordan
1: hasn't played any of the resident evil games that's technically a lie i have i have played the fourth resident evil um back on the wii in uh i think it was the 2000s whenever it came out good old and days. i am familiar enough with the franchise that like i know enough about like the new games um, that being Resi seven and eight, but I didn't really play one and two. Is what Nate's referring to here? Honestly, I definitely
0: recommend going back and playing the <clears throat> the the remake of Resident Evil two. It's brilliant. Mm. Resident Evil three, not as much to be honest. There's we, that's we can have a discussion on that another time. But yeah, people, this we went away, we watched the movie, and also I, I'm gonna have to initially give credit because I stopped watching the um, Milio Djokovic movies. Uh, the w uh, paul w sanderson ones cuz mm. they just got stupid and but I they were very
1: that, entertaining
0: that's the thing i've actually bought them uh, amazon were doing a deal <laughs> all six films for 16 pounds and i got it for like 10 because i had like a voucher and i was like you know what let's pretty I'm good buy them yeah i'm going to rewatch it watch the laser grid scene from the first one again cuz we all love that mm-hmm. and i got to give credit to the second movie cuz it was actually quite accurate to the game well, the third one game at least. That's when he started mixing things up. But yes, mm. people. Uh just to give you a little insight as we go into this, uh, Resident Evil welcome welcome to Raccoon City is based on the property uh from Capcom. It stars Keya Scott Scolar- Scotlerina, hopefully pronounced the name correctly as Claire Redfield, Hannah John Heyman as Joe Valentine, Robbie Amell as Chris Redfield, Tom Hopper as Albert Wesker, Avon Georgie as Liana's Kennedy, and neil mcdine neil mcdowell uh mcdonald sorry as william <laughs> birkin honestly it's 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 been, i thought you were
1: gonna say neil cool. diamond
0: <laughs> get him singing along into the uh, into the music the into the film dude that'd be an amazing intro but mm-hmm. yeah so jordan right let's 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 just you know let's just get straight into it what are your initial impressions of this
1: film so i mean to be honest with you my impressions like going in we're not very high. Like I obviously know that like any game film that comes out you should always take with a pinch of salt. Um I felt like this was the salty burger, you know, it was had too much seasoning um and not a lot of substance, but I I enjoyed it because it was, you know, an, an entertaining film with with the group of people we were hanging out with, right? Um and you know, I think they did a lot of things differently to the previous films that had existed so you know like you had the mila films back in early 2000s and you got like a little bit of the original story or at least you know hints and tips like here's the house where they go in and they do all the stuff and there's this whole big plot but then you also have um like the second film that brings you into the more raccoon city stuff And this movie, you know, that came out recently, it's just, it does all those things better, but it doesn't mean that the whole thing was well made. (laughs) I mean, I think it looked really good as well. Do you know what it feels like? Someone's invited you to a barbecue Mm. and
0: no one specified what kind of barbecue it was. And everyone's bought everything they love and they just bought it all for everyone to eat. Yeah. I feel, and it's trying to stuff you with tons of different foods and stuff you'd really you like oh enjoy this you'll enjoy this you'll enjoy this And but i think you come away from this with a bit of a food coma it's just, there's just too much going on mm. and i mean for me i i wasn't really fun of it to be honest <laughs> i i i had a lot of people were coming into this film going the cgi looked bad, and i was like you know bad bag bad and i was going you know what I'll give it that like I've seen I've watched sci-fi on TV show films you know the sci-fi the, this, and also I can I can make if CGI isn't great I can give it to the narrative now I'll be mm. honest with you some of the CGI in the film wasn't as bad as I expected it to be yeah. the liquor which we'll get into in a little bit was it was okay for the budget they had I mean just that I they mean had to make it, it, it was like people. the only bit of CGI they had <laughs> that I can remember anyway the final big cgi villain at the end and the dog yeah
1: yeah no that was I-, I just mean like i think that was the first thing i remember seeing throughout the entire film because like the rest of it was like it was very it felt like i was watching a very elaborate stage play yes. you know where you go from like scene to scene to scene you know and i just imagined like a set piece moving around in the background because there wasn't a lot of moving shots it was a lot of people being in places
0: I mean we previously had a discussion on our matrix talk about how some of the sets felt like stages
1: mm.
0: now it's interesting to look at this film and now obviously some of them were stages mm. but this film had like almost a tenth of the budget and the matrix so just to make your people this movie had a 25 million dollar budget the original mm. resident evil film i'm going to look it up now because i want to confirm this but i swear to god the original Resident Evil film had a budget of about 33 million. So I wanna, you know, it, it's like I really should have Googled this well, beforehand. Has but, that been
1: adjusted for inflation?
0: But that's 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 the thing though, right? Like even with adjustment with, for inflation, it's a case of that'd
1: still be lower today. But sure? 30,
0: well, thirty-three million a long time ago would be much higher today for inflation.
1: Yeah. But what i mean is like surely that means it let, let's let say it, it's double what it is uh now like that's that'd be like 60 million on a movie and that film had a lot of cgi and that was pricey right um i mean it wasn't amazing cgi but they had a lot of actors they had a lot of props and sets and all kinds of crazy shit whereas this felt like it was filmed you know in a a very small town <laughs> you know like they just rented a town <laughs> out to this fucking studio to make a film so
0: it's about so the so the budget today would be about 51 million okay with inflation so it's about it's double the budget of this film yeah and if you took that in terms of that film of you know the if you calculate the same time it'd be about 20 million it'd still be about 20 million difference with inflation so mm. i i'm just going into this film thinking. There are, there are TV shows which have higher budget for one of their episodes. Like, or not, well, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe not 25 million. We're not talking Lord of the Rings TV show here, which is obviously going to be amazing, no doubt, but it's so stupid, stupidly high. You yeah. know, Game of Thrones had like a 10, 12 million dollar budget per episode sometimes. And yeah. just this film, I, I feel really bad for it because I looked at it and I thought, okay, I like what you're trying to do. I, I, I didn't like the idea of mashing one and two, which I think we'll, we're definitely going to get into. Because I mm. think, because obviously you di- you don't really know the, the narrative of them. But obviously with, yeah. with Resident Evil 1, it's set before two, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and it and then the second game is about Claire coming to the city to find Chris because Chris has disappeared. And it, yeah. it's, it's set a little bit later. And then two and three pretty much take place the, over the same day or two. And I'm like thinking, you've got and Jill Valentine from this film,
1: mm. she
0: is in Resident Evil 1 and Resident Evil 3. So I'm thinking, well, why didn't you just Does she not show up in two? No, she doesn't show up in two. No, because she was part of Chris, she was part of Chris's team in right, the first yeah. game. And it's just the fact, like, why didn't you just do two and three together? Now, obviously, um, you get chased
1: by like the sexy Mr. X if you've seen all the PC mods. Yeah, I was just thinking. Um, maybe, maybe the reason that's the case is because it's easier to to rent a massive manor to do your filming than it is to secure rights to block off a city for a few days. So it could be, it could be something along those lines. It is cheaper to make that movie where they break into the uh, I don't even know what you call it, the Raccoon Manor, <laughs> Umbrella, <laughs> Umbrella Estate. <laughs> in the film,
0: people, right, this film for some reason takes, it actually gives you time cards on the screen of how long time has passed and it's not like an hour later, it's like one, it's like 54 minutes later it's like, it doesn't, you know and so, let's go on to this manor talk, right, like this this house is supposed to be a big manor that you can explore on the top and then you do go to this underground complex underneath, okay it's a big complex underneath, the first film got that right like you know, and I'll be honest with you, that film still scares the shit out of me, and I'm still scared to go on elevators today because you know I feel like I'm gonna get my head chopped up as I'm coming out of an elevator.
1: I mean, so, nobody likes getting in elevators after that. <laughs> no, and no, trust me. Like
0: I've I've been in some wonky elevators where they, especially where we live, like the elevators to stop sometimes, and I'm like, I do not want to step up. And I'm, I, you may not know me that well, people, but a lot of people do know me. I'm very accident prone, and no doubt that would <laughs> possibly happen to me. And yeah, yeah, that is that is just so frustrating. So it's just <clears throat> seeing how the first movie almost 20 years ago now, 19 years ago now, pretty much, got that right. They may have not got other stuff right, but they got that right. And looking at this film, maybe budgetary constraints and everything, this is why I think they should have focused on one game or one one focus on one game in one film and mm. then do that. You could have put the budget towards that because when you look at the lab in the film, it's
1: it's like a room yeah they it i I will admit that like that whole section where they're kind of in the house is more or less like the second half of the movie where they're they're rummaging around trying to chase up murder mystery it very (laughs) if just just to kind of put this out there it felt very scooby in the gang uh walking around the place but anyway um the whole lab sequence was just so weak in comparison to the uh the Mila, is it Mila Jokovic? Um, yeah, Mila
0: Jokovic, I think it is, yeah.
1: Mila, actress name. Uh, Like, that, that whole area, it felt like you were in this huge complex. And, you know, it was very daunting, right? But then this one, it was like, you're going to Mr. Rich Man who lives in the corner of the village and you're checking out his spooky house and he happens to have an underground lab and tunnel.
0: I've got a, I've got to cut in there because the funny thing is, right? Robbie Amell has been in Scooby Doo film. Really? <laughs> yeah. He, he, play, he I believe he he did play Fred Jones. I'm gonna. I swear I confirmed this, but I swear he played Fred Jones. So Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. Let's bring it up. Uh, which, so sorry, which guy did he play Chris in Resident Evil? Uh, Chris Redfield. Really? <laughs> so he played. He played Scooby Doo, not in one. But two Scooby-Doo uh, TV show films as Fred. Damn. Yeah, that must was have a sixth sense for this sort of thing. <laughs> honestly, that was yeah. It's and to be fair, that was like over ten years ago now. But mm. yeah, no, it's just like yeah, you are right. It, it did feel like a Scooby movie to a degree. It was like we have to solve. The, I mean, the part like Claire comes to this town, t- like she. She was originally coming to the town to find her brother but now she's here to find out about
1: about like the umbrella corporation so, I guess I guess we should probably like rewind the whole thing a bit because we kind of jumped to the second half without discussing the weird start of this movie so so like Claire Redfield shows up in some weird man's truck like she's hitched a ride and this guy and his dog are like going down the road and then they hit someone in the road and that it was just—it it felt very much like um, like Halloween. I don't know if you've yeah. seen the start of the original, but like yeah. that's a very similar sort of ploy where it's like they've shown up and there's just a somebody in the road. Oh no! But um, the weird thing was is that they randomly decided that the chucker was a a molesting type. and He grabs the girl's leg and she's like, "Don't do that," uh, <laughs> obviously. And then they hit this woman. Uh, they get out of the truck and discover that. You know, she's on the floor. The dog randomly decides to lick up the blood. And then he goes back into the truck. The trucker is like, uh, can you please not report this? And then Clara feels like, no, nah, I'm just going to walk back. Or I can't remember what she does. She either gets back in the truck and then he drops her off in Raccoon City. Or um, she just like is like, I'm not. Oh, no, that was it. She did get it back in the truck after he tried to assault her.
0: <laughs> so I do have to come in here like. That woman must have been a zombie at that point, right? Yeah. So why the why the fuck did she walk away and not try to eat them? She and she she's she sta- and she's standing in the tree line, look creeping that though. I'm just like looking like you could just see in the tree like I can see
1: you, but I'm not gonna eat you. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit that was weird plot device. Maybe she was
0: just teetering on the edge. But even then, like we'll get to the other part in a minute. The people in this town go fucking insane before they turn into zombies.
1: Yeah, that was a that was a weird side plot was that i mean I again this might be something that's more prevalent in the games but like the way it kind of went about the whole infection is that everyone's got it it was very walking dead everyone's got it somehow except for some people which they never explain and uh then she gets to the freaking town and she finds her brother's house and he's all like i don't want to associate with you you're crazy i hate you i haven't spoke to you in five years and then he fucks off to work. And while she's just hanging out, her crazy neighbors decide to attack her.
0: So I think there is a point in the movie where they show the tape and that uh, guy expands. Oh, it's in the water, Claire.
1: It's in the water.
0: Oh, yeah. He's her like, like
1: friend on a megal.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and um, he and she said, well, why aren't you? Why, why isn't you? Why aren't you sick? Why aren't these people sick? And it, I think there was a throw in and like, oh, We got injections or we got medicine from umbrella. So it's like they have like the
1: they have the antigen in them or something. I
0: think that's what said in the film. Oh
1: yeah. I I almost completely forgot that like Chris and Claire were like in an orphanage together with umbrella.
0: With that creepy fucking girl. Yeah. With the fucking what the what the fuck, people. Like it is like um
1: have you ever seen uh children under the stairs? no I haven't oh well it' a very similar sort of uh film but basically it's about these two kids that get abducted by some weird like psycho family and then it turns out that there's these kids that live in the basement that like eat people and one of them is like a good cannibal and like tries to help the kids escape it's a weird movie and this little girl that shows up the creepy girl that doesn't actually live there but is there kind of thing it was like oh i'm the psycho that's trying to help you yeah so
0: that's Lisa trevor people in the movie
1: Mm. so
0: yeah no that is uh she i mean that that i actually enjoyed the beginning of this film i actually like like the actual prost the actual prosthetics was actually really good on her and it Mm. gave me hope that maybe this film would have been good but let's move on, people. Where um, you know, Johnny just mentioned about the crazy people coming to attack. Itchy, tasty. <laughs> I mean, that is in the game. That is in the game, and yeah. they do mention how people scratch themselves and eat parts of themselves because because you know their their minds going and everything. But then we then she steals her brother's bike that she's explicitly told not to, but we know she's going to anyway because there's a nice tracking
1: shot. I mean, of that happening in fairness, I loved that bit. He's like, don't touch my bike. And then she gets like attacked by the crazy neighbor mom. The crazy neighbor kid is like, you should be trying to get out of here. Like my mom's crazy. And then she jumps through the back door, <laughs> tries to attack her, fails miserably. And then Claire's just like, "Now nah, I'm going to take that bike. <laughs>
0: and, then, and then she out. stops. She puts the visor down, rides off onto the road near the house still, puts the visor up, looks back and has a look around and then drives away. I'm like, nah, fuck that. Person want to eat me? I'm fucking up. I ain't stopping. I don't give a shit. And also she pauses to look at the bike. No, get on the fucking bike. Just, and, just fucking go. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then it goes like, and then we're introduced. I mean, I don't know if it's just before or after, but we're introduced to the person that a lot of people love in video games. So a friend of ours. Fucking hates him. So he, he, he's going to love this film.
1: Mr. Leon S. Kennedy. oh he was great. I stand Leon. <laughs> oh, fuck that. He's so that. stupid. It's so adorable.
0: That's the fucking stupid thing. Like he's he is supposed to be not experienced. He's supposed to be incompetent. But he's not supposed to be a fucking idiot. And when he gets to resident with four, as you know, he's working as a secret service agent. I would not want him protecting the with the president's daughter or going to a you know a village. I'm not going to say where it is in the world because I've mucked up on that before. <laughs> but you know people he is my our friend's gonna love this he is a fucking idiot in the movie and it pissed me off because uh it's just yeah and then we're obviously at the same scene we're introduced to uh jill valentine and albert wesker now yeah they're all
1: in the diner
0: just hanging out after work jill valentine has some like sociopathic things she's obsessed with guns and all stealing stuff right and, and it's just the past of being a catbird that's actually in her past in the in the in the in the games that I want to believe. Let me let me just going to I really should have brought this certain
1: people. I'm going to learn as we go along. Well, while you're googling that, uh I guess I'll just mention that like I thought Jill's character, like the actress who portrayed her was actually really cool. Like none of the none of the characters really look like how they look in the game, especially like uh Leon, but Jill Valentine, even though she doesn't look like the character, I thought she played it really well. You know, she she was a fun and engaging character to uh, to observe, and uh, yeah, she was probably one of the better parts of the movie. No, it's that's,
0: that's the thing I I really like the actress because she's been in a few things I like. You know, she's been in *Man of the Wasp*. She's been in a *Team Called Killjoys*. She's pretty good in that. I really like. I I, I did like her. I think maybe tone her down a bit. Mm. Um, like she was a bit like on. She was just constantly on. She was, you know, she mm. she didn't have like an off switch or not an off switch, but like a tone down switch, and. Yeah. Compared her to Claire, and Claire—it seemed—it seemed like they wanted to just make a Claire, a Claire Redfield film, mm. mostly, and they put all these other characters in, which is really weird. Because Resident Evil Two, you could put one of the PlayStation discs in and you play as Claire, uh, so it's just her story. And then you know, why didn't they just do that? And maybe having like intersectional points of maybe like chris appearing in like um she picks up she picks up like audio files and she listens to it and it does a quick flashback sequence to the events of something you know something like that
1: yeah it 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 felt very much like everything you were learning we were kind of learning with claire and with like some of the characters but it, it it didn't really explain a lot even then so it i felt like the entire movie we weren't really sure like, what was happening? Like, if I had not known anything about Risen Evil, I would have been like, what the fuck is happening? I would have been Leon,
0: you know? Yeah, but that's the thing, like, you know, because they're going about how, like, you know, he's he's the son of, like, some big high executive, sheriff, like, police. And yeah, we'll never or something. know who. <laughs> no, we'll never know who. But the thing is, though, what really annoyed me, like, they're coming to the town, which, as we go back to it, people, this ain't a city. It's a town, it's a, it's a village. It's, like, also, I'm just going to bring it up is there one road out of raccoon city that the umbrella corporation is blocking that people can't get out
1: because no, it was kind of like they tried to, he, like the, when they were trying to escape. So basically at one point they all try to evacuate because shit's going, going to completely batshit. Like it's all going wrong. And the police chief doing the most courageous thing, he tells his men to go do something important. And while they're gone, he's just like, I'm just going to fucking leave. And as he's trying to leave, every road out of the town is blocked. And he tries to take, like, a side street, but that's blocked too. And I felt like, was that the only other way to get out of this place? That's what I'm trying to say, right?
0: Because they do an aerial shot of the city. There's a river right by the town. There's probably so many... You could go straight through it, maybe into the forest. You could, you could have took your chances that way. You know, there's so many exits out of this town. Did they? Have, did raccoons You never saw the Umbrella Corporation block every exit. Whereas in the movie, the the second film, Resident Evil film, they had barricades put down, like proper barricades, and you saw loads of people trying to evacuate, and umbrella soldiers were on the walls, and then they were shooting people, and they hmm. were rushing back into the city, so you knew you couldn't get out. And yeah. like, and also, in the games, Re- Raccoon City is full of burning cars and destruction and. This city, people, this city was empty.
1: Yeah, it felt like they had like 30 actors <laughs> and they they were the complete populace of this town. You could have,
0: you could have took, taken like maybe 10 wrecked cars, gone to a junkyard and bought like 10 to 20 wrecked cars for 200 quid, 200 quid or something. I don't know how much you could buy a wrecked car for. And repainted them for different sections, just piled them up. I put a bit of CGI fire on there. I've seen fan films online of people fire that can look pretty good. You know, Mm. just block the engine, reuse them, reuse the assets, you know. That's the thing in the Resident Evil games. A lot of the cars just looked the same. And of course, we're talking games ages ago, but obviously in the remake, it's just stuff burning, buildings burning. You could have just, you could have, what, you know, it, it just annoyed me the fact that this was supposed to be like desperate, get out of the city, you've got You've got six hours before and also it's, it's a nuke. It's supposed to be a nuke
1: in the, in the, um, the game. What was it in this film? I'm not sure. Like it was, I guess the way they were kind of going about it was like, um, you know, like, you know, when like, uh, you have like a lab and you need to get rid of everything in it. That was kind of the vibe. It was like a controlled incendiary, you know, explosion within the parameters of the city because it clearly wasn't that big because uh you know it the guys just kind of walk away from it as if nothing we're happened. gonna come to that we're <laughs> gonna come to that at the end but like i was gonna say that uh it felt a lot like it was like several streets put together yeah rather than rather than a whole city there wasn't even a single like tall building it was just houses like every house was just you know, your regular bog-standard bungalow, essentially, or two-story house, and then they had the truck stop and the police station, and that was it.
0: I'd be fine with that, though, right? As long as it was, you know, packed up. Because when they were trying to escape and the Umbrella Corps shooting, there were a, f- pretty, a lot of cars there from the looks of it, you know, mm. well, at least three or four cars there, and there was, you know, Umbrella officers at the end shooting and everything. And I was thinking, okay, cool. Can we see more of this, the desperation of trying to escape? and just i don't know just it's, it's frustrating let's go let's take it back to like the mansion though mm. and the fact that like the whole you know empty aspect i mentioned earlier people that you time skip in this film i think that's how they tried to detract us from the fact that this mansion wasn't big when they filmed it because supposedly they were walking around that mansion for an hour mm. uh in these big hallways and i'm like no you weren't you did not <laughs> find And it took them over an hour to come across the first zombie. uh, You know, at least a good chunk of time before they come across. And they do the ironic video turn, like the camera turn, or the zombie turn, like in the first game. Given that, I actually thought the zombie effects were pretty good.
1: Yeah, the zombies look great.
0: Yeah, it was, you know, a lot of prosthetics. I did not like the lighter scene. So basically, there's a scene in this movie where, uh, I keep saying Robbie Mel, but uh, Chris Redfield he's got tons of zombies and in... don't watch this film you for an epileptic by the way there's an entire <laughs> sequence where it's just constant gunshot flashes in the dark like constant yeah. and then he has this he pulls this lighter out and then you could see the zombie starting to come towards him. he keeps trying to turn a lighter on as the zombies coming towards him and then the zombie just disappears and then attacks him from yeah, the that side
1: was so dumb
0: <laughs> it was just like come on people you know Use a knife. You have a knife. You, you just go at him. If you could shoot people in the dark, you know the amount of zombies that were at him as well. You can knife someone that's coming at you, you know. And if and if he's supposed to be immune, like what we think, surely getting bitten
1: wouldn't he be that bad. Yeah, but is he? Does, is he one hundred percent for sure that he is that? Because I know they mention about like. Um... You know, they all got jabs when they were kids, and that's why they're magically immune from everything. But, I mean, he's not immune to getting his throat ripped out, right? So, I mean, that is true. You know, that's that was what would happen if he just let, let him bite him to death. I mean, that's kind of reminiscent of the game, right? Because you can get bitten, but not...
0: I mean, yeah, as long as you don't exactly. let them
1: keep biting you, right? So, yeah, him getting bit, you know, he would still be wary of doing so. Nobody wants to get bitten, right? <laughs> but... I just think it was a bit weird that you know the 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 zombie suddenly had like enough intelligence to sneak around. I yeah. don't know. It it was the same as like that woman in the road, right? Where it's just like I've got the intelligence to get out of dodge and then stare at you from the trees. Also, let,
0: right. Let's go to another. Yeah. The mansion, not that great. We we've pretty much established that now. They do they do like try to put some of the aesthetic in there for the Witcher game, which I thought was interesting, but it seemed very compact. Now we'll come away from mm. that like. I think we're going on the aesthetic of the most now people,
1: but the police
0: station, which is one, was pretty much one, maybe two locations. Three at most. There's,
1: there's, there's like four.
0: You have the front desk, which I thought yeah. looked really good. Well, I had issues with that because, <laughs> uh, as again, how much does it cost to put tons of newspaper or tons of just just pile it up with junk? Mm. Like, because in the game, it is stockpiled like just rubbish everywhere it's just it's just you know people have like tried to rush and they've you know it it seems like an evacuation like you know it's busy it was just pitch perfectly clean
1: they got room number two which is the kind of briefing room where they're all just kind of chatting and fucking leon gets told (sighs) to fuck off during the briefing and then you have the room where they keep all the weapons and then you have like the jail in the basement or whatever the fuck that was they were just keeping some dude in the basement all this time that never gets explained either two dudes by the way yeah there's two dudes that you've got got claire redfield's omega friend and then you have just some random man <laughs> so it's ben Ber- uh, Bertolucci or Bertalucci, or
0: whatever how you pronounce it i don't know how you pronounce mm-hmm. it but like in that he grabs the gun from Leon. He takes the gun off Leon, when, even though he's in the jail cell. Leon is that stupid that he lets a guy take a gun off him. And the guy, he knows people are turning into zombies or some bio mutation, hmm. And he knows this guy next to him is mutating. And he turns his back to him.
1: Yeah. He's like, open the door, Leon, with your, you know, oh, I've got the gun on you. But then never thinks to turn the gun on the literal zombie next to him. And how many keys
0: were on that chain?
1: Thousands, thousands for the four rooms in that (laughs)
0: fucking station. I would have had that gun on the person and looking at, you know, straight
1: at them. I, you know, I'd be like, okay, open this fucking door now. I'm gonna take this guy out. Just come on. I, I don't think he would even need to like wait. He could have just shot him. Yeah, know, like it was already too late for that guy. I'm
0: I'm gonna tell you this now, right? Uh, A lot of people have said this. I've seen this on a podcast. I've spoke to people about it. The guy playing Leon should have played Carlos Laviera. Who is who is the character from Resident Evil Three, the main character, one of the main characters from Resident Evil Three, who you play as? Mm. He should have played him. There's never against the actor. I think you know, I've seen the actor in other things, but he should he was miscast. Yeah, he looks nothing like Leon. No, all the other actors, even even Wesker, who we'll get to that at the end, he at least somewhat you could you could see him as an early version of Wesker. Before he becomes what he is at the end, which we'll mm. get to, but he was—he was the oddball. He was—he was. He was It—it seems like they tried to make this film as the Claire Redfield driving force, and he was just the the bumbling idiot who actually gets to save the day at the end with a rocket launch on an empty fucking train. <laughs> just yeah and that was epic because <laughs> we'll, we'll go forward people from this, like his captain, as Jonah mentioned before, tried to get out a dodge, but then he had to come back into the city because it was blocked he he get he gets saved
1: by yeah, Claire. They, they, they formulate a plan to basically escape on the helicopter that they've already taken to the umbrella manor, so for some reason, they've got this fucking tunnel that goes all the way from some orphanage school. To the manor, and they're gonna just take the the tunnel there. Um, however, that guy gets totally murdered by a liquor, which was great because I hated the guy anyway. Um, and Lisa Trevor is it Lisa Trevor? Yeah. She shows up and decapitates the liquor with her own like shackles, which was pretty lit. Not gonna lie, but at the same time was just a bit I don't yeah. know. Pretty. I just—it's um it's a case of
0: the liquor in the game is supposed to be terrifying. Basically, in the game, you don't make a sound and you can get by the liquor. That's how it is. And in the film, she does go. She does tell him to shut the fuck up.
1: But, yeah, but no, she says he, it to
0: Leon. So <laughs> exactly, that's the
1: point. He's like, "What do you mean, shush?"
0: If she tells me to shush, I'm gonna be like, "I'm just gonna exactly. It just went silent. That's exactly what I do." silence because he, he see that's the thing right he sees that he see, he looks up down this hallway and he sees the light he, there's a, this entire row of lights because this is how you have to portray a look appearing this entire row of lights and the lights um starting to move as they come forward like they start moving i'm like you know something is up there and yet he's still standing there no you get out of the way And you let and you let it do its thing and you just be quietly out of there. You know, Okay, maybe you can make a sound eventually like, you know, the classic, you knock something, which is fine to do because he
1: doesn't fucking talk if he does that. I don't know. I want to be a bit of devil's advocate here. And I think if I was confronted with something that may or may not be a person, you know, little lady with a sack on her head or whatever the hell she was wearing and Claire is too busy dealing with something else. And they were just like, oh, yeah, hmm, shush, like, with their hand motion. I would be like, who are you? <laughs> you know, I would be definitely the one who would get, like, fucked up, clearly, in any zombie Apocalypse. But, like, I would initially think, yeah, I'm just going to do the thing that she's asking me to do. But she does say shush and point. No, she doesn't say shush. She just puts her
0: hand up. No, 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 she, goes, she does go, Shh. and then she points. So she's okay. d- directing him to shut the fuck up, because something is there. Come on, man! Oh my God! It just you know, it's just so frustrating because you know we're going from a guy who single-handedly saved the president's daughter in Resident Evil Four, and you know, wait, wait, wait. He's he hasn't badass. done that yet. I'll give a fuck because <laughs> I would never trust him to do. This. He can he can't even, he can't even hold, he can't even keep his gun on him. He tell, yeah, yeah just. Maybe He's that's so... his whole
1: arc, is that he learns how no. to use a rocket launcher, and then he becomes a badass. Wow, that is... um. Just to skip ahead a bit um, to the manor. They, like, like, get to the manor. And this is what you we were saying about the whole thing being compact. There's this whole sequence where a fucking helicopter crashes into the building. And, uh, who is it, Jill and Chris... Yeah. Are like inches away oh, from said Wesker. inferno, and oh no, sorry, it was Wesker and and Jill are inches away from this massive inferno and don't get touched. <laughs> yeah, everything in the room is utterly destroyed and on fire. Also, they
0: uh, so Wesker is sort of like betraying the team at this point, mm-hmm. and he has a palm pad or a palm. A he has palm like a unit. fucking
1: PDA. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like and a that Black PDA
1: telling it's him where to go fine
0: that blackberry is fine like there's not a scratch on it he just he just dusts it off and then he, yeah as john said like the helicopter comes in they're a bit cut up and they're like are you
1: okay yeah, i'm okay
0: and you know and then he's like come with me i'm you know i've, I've took all this
1: money let's go and yeah i go found the secret door that's also still fine and we're gonna go down it and then Jill's like wait what the fuck what's going on and he's like i have gonna go and just he just fucks off down this long tunnel that i don't understand goes underground somehow but yeah they run down the tunnel Jill decides to go and find whoever is left alive which is Chris and the other guy whose name i've already forgotten but he's totally gone as well ripped to shreds by zombies
0: yeah that was um i want to say uh that was either it wasn't Brad it was uh, we got? I've, I've got all the names up here. I've got all the names up here. And I uh, can't be asked. <laughs> he was very forgettable. He had like three lines, dude. <laughs> yeah. And also, you're going off about that running off thing. How long was that fucking
1: corridor? They it ran down. It didn't look very long, but it took them ages to get to the end of it, which turns out just to be, you know, the Umbrella Corporation, like, shed laboratory. That was just like a uh, like a couple of rooms. It looked like um, it looked like a kitchen, <laughs> like a chef's kitchen in a restaurant. They had like a freezer in the back where Wesker kept samples, and that was it. It looked like going to the science lab at school. Mm.
0: It pretty much looked like that, you know. And you couldn't go into the teachers' area. They looked like they had
1: that little section there, and yeah, where yeah, they keep le- all the stuff. Yeah, and that le- was also where the tunnel led to some other place too. It was a very weird setup. So let's, let's get to the,
0: let's get, let's get to the other character. And it's William Birkin or creepy man who steals kids from an orphanage.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Pretty much. He is obviously, if you know from the games, he becomes the tyrant. And initially I've got to say when he, there's the whole sequence where he shoots and injects himself or whatever. And initially with the prosthetics and the minimal
1: CGI, didn't look bad. That bad, you know, c- c- it was didn't... very accurate from what I've seen of the game. It does, it is, it is like, so in, he... is he in two or one? Yeah, so
0: it's in two, and there's Mr. X and there's tyrant, uh, or there's a separate types, there's multiple <laughs> just, Tyrants. Just as a
1: side note, I really wanted to see Mr. X, and I and they didn't, and I was very sad about that. When the sexy fong <laughs> and
0: everything, like, you know, rolling around, <laughs> stuff, like, uh no, but
1: there's a little um, chilby and emotionless right. face. Um,
0: it's better than Tom's the Tank Engine in some of those mods. Uh, oh, that would have been Yeah. No, but going back to it, like, the Tyrant has multiple stages in, in, in the game. So he, he does start off like how he does in the film, and then he does evolve into a big blobby mess, like, in the, in the end in the film. But how the transition happened happened too quickly, and he this had the eye appear, but the eye was too small, in my opinion. Yeah, it was like, like I, the size of a small plate. <laughs> pretty much. The eye should have been big. The claws were okay, I'll give it that. But he he just felt like, he just felt like, insert evil guy.
1: Yeah, he didn't have as much gravitas as I was expecting. He was a bit meh. And then he, like, after losing his family, he's just kind of a bit crazy for a bit. I mean, wait, <laughs> oh, sorry, he, he loses his wife yeah, and the daughter goes with them and he decides to chase after them. And yeah, because he's turning into the tyrant uh
0: and it's just yeah and also like he's like a, a sort of pseudo farb stepfather to chris redfield like, it's planted throughout mm. the film like how he pushed to go to the umbrella academy training or academy or whatever and uh, this was, is like, why
1: scientist slash
0: orphanage manager <laughs> This is why Chris is sort of like immune, to, possibly like immune to a degree, because maybe like they did some sort of experience we don't probably know. I also love the fact that this actor, I've loved him in a ton of other things. He's, he's been in Banner Brothers. He's been Damien Dark in the Arrowverse. He's been in the TV show Suits. I just found out today he was the voice of Bruce Banner in the 90s Incredible Hulk TV show. Never fucking knew that. Uh, he was Dum Dum Dugan in the uh, Marvel films and the uh, TV shows as well. and. I feel bad for him because he was in another video game property. Street Fighter, Legend of
1: Chun-Li as Bison. I was just thinking, actually, uh, thinking about all the characters that's in this, the only thing that I can think of that literally had... Like, you could cut her out and you would never really lose much plot. And I'm just thinking, I didn't care about Claire Redfield at all. She just shows up in between all of this and has, like, no meaning. (laughs) Especially in some of those sequences, like... Her whole side plot was that, oh, I narrowly escaped getting experimented on as a kid. And it's like, we never really find out what they mean about that. It just gets brushed under the carpet. She's just kind of the means to an end, i.e. to get to the tunnel, because it turns out Lisa Trevor knows where the tunnel is. And that's it. Like, (laughs) that that seems to be the only reason she's there, because after that, she doesn't really do much, except maybe shoot a gun a few times. Yeah, because in the movie,
0: she gives them a heart or club-shaped key, you know, like from the game that you have to collect to unlock doors because there's enough of reference in there. Oh, and by the way, people, for the experimenting thing, they decide to throw an entirely different game in the Ashford Twins. I believe it's the Ashford Twins. Mm. You know, they decided to throw an entirely different game in there. Um, and why we don't know it's just this one sequence oh yeah because it, it's it's claire discovering the secrets of umbrella and the mm. and the wrongdoings of her. this is what i'm trying to say claire redfield in the original game her only plot device was to come to town to basically her and leon were on the same track claire redfield was coming to town to find her brother it was leon's first day on the police job or pretty mm. much first day on the police job they were literally neck and neck Same experience level almost. Actually, they may have had a bit of gun training where actually Leon probably did, obviously.
1: She's like an expert gun person. And Leon's just there like, I went to the academy and walked away with no training.
0: Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And, you know, they're in a gun locker in the bloody police station. She's the one sorting this stuff out. And he's like, oh, what do I do? And then, you know, and she gives (laughs) him the bulletproof vest. She gives him his trademark bulletproof Raccoon City Police Department vest. And it's just like, that's what I'm saying. I'm nothing against the actors at all. I really like the actors in other properties. And I see what they were trying to do with some of the characters. I really do. But I feel that they were doing too
1: much. Actually, now I think about it, can you remember when he got the rocket launcher?
0: So it's saying he, he there was a throwaway line. Oh, it was in the front compartment with the driver, I think. I think that's, that was the throwaway <laughs> line. It was <laughs> like, okay. Yeah.
1: So he's saying that he got it from the train car from like the driver's seat. That makes yeah. zero sense.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just so basically, we're just going to get to the, we're going to rambly talk. We've been talking rambly talk about this anyway. But mm. the end of the movie consists of, you know, William Burke turning into this huge CGI monster that's coming wrong. onto the train. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Coming is that, on the it, train... It's
1: like, the, it's like a... Is it a, an optional boss, or it's like the secret final boss? No, no, you no. you got to fucking shoot so, him in the train.
0: You do fight Mr. X and Tyrant. You do fight both of them. You do fight... Oh, Mr. yeah, I know. I just them. mean
1: the thing that he turns into. Isn't that an optional boss? I can't remember if it is Mr.
0: X mutated, or if it's him, because Mr. X does mutate later in the game.
1: Yeah, there's like a whole thing where the end of something, corridor, carriage, I don't know, and it's just a big face that's what he turns into like
0: it, yeah he just any also weirdly enough the first film deals with the final fight taking place on a train with a liquor and i'll tell you this now that sequence was much better in my opinion
1: mm. like
0: the liquor also that they liquor, build that up really well yeah they, they yeah they give you hints and also the liquor in the first film tied into the second film because that guy turned into nemesis so yeah that that's how that he mutated which i thought was pretty awesome and but in this they got film, that guy just...
1: from fucking ugly betty
0: <laughs> exactly yes and I, I only watched that last year for the first time really great show mm. he was really good but 10 episodes in i was like i know you holy shit yeah. I'm <laughs> uh and yeah but it's just like and then this train is completely empty completely empty and then you know chris shoots shoots birkin in the multiple eyes with the weak spots and then uh, he gets—he should be dead. How much he got slammed against those train, that mm. train size? Too much. There weren't any boulders to punch, Chris. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then and then the kill—the kill Birkin because Leon suddenly appears and he's able to, unlike a stormtrooper, actually hit something for once. And he actually fires the rocket launcher and kills Birkin, and the train derails. Uh, oh no, sorry, kills Birkin and the train stops, and the and then the bomb goes off in Raccoon City, and then. Jordan,
1: how does the film end? They just fucking walk away. <laughs> they kind of it. It made me think of like an eighties movie. I wanted like um, the Team America theme song to come on in the background because they just all kind of like stride out. Everyone's really happy out of this tunnel, and it's like the infernos like in the background somewhere. So people, and literally,
0: that's it. Yeah, literally, they walk out the tunnel. They don't even come close to the camera. They are mid shot away, and then the film just ends it just oh well
1: they 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 we forgot to mention the fact that after trying to kill um Birkin and failing Wesker is kind of left to sit there because instead of shooting a child for no good reason um he gets shot by Jill and they kind of leave him there because he's like dying um so he's still somewhere there but in theory should be in a million pieces because he's immune to fire, I guess. Um, so they're like fucking off, but then, well, as I said, we are going to come to that in a second because they do sort of explain that, but
0: yeah, and then they blow, then they blow literally the entire town with this nuclear or gravitational don't fucking bomb because that's the cow float. Oh, by the way, people, there's a there's a lovely cameo by a cow in this in a field at the end when Raccoon City's going into the ground and plumbing into the ground. They zoom out to this lovely farm and they're just this cow having a nice time eating some grass. And then I don't know if he falls
1: down or if he goes up and then drops down or like. I yeah, can't it's remember. kind of like a shockwave goes up and then he gets like yeah. either blown out of the shot or falls somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. That
0: poor cow did nothing wrong. <laughs> uh, And, you know, I felt bad for it uh not a bad actor in the film um it's just like yeah and then they had this mid shot coming out and then the film just ends and I, I sat there i went i'm sorry fucking what that, that's how it ends <laughs> they're not they're not gonna have like you know they're not gonna have like an end, end sequence oh at the end of the film people for some fucking reason they have like a report come on the screen but it's like in that you know that green from the 90s on the pc screens but it's it's set over the screen. It doesn't go to black to see the type. It's high. It's over. It's over the shot of the film. So you can't. I if you have if you have visual issues, you're not going to fully see this text on the screen. Like it just and then it just ends. But that's not it, people. That's not the end of the movie. Nope. Because <laughs> know this, they do a marvel on your ass, <laughs> and then you get to the end of the film, and then you find out, people that there's a body bag on a, on a, on a, on a mortuary table on a gurney. And then the bag gets up and it's Wesker in the bag and he's alive, but his eyes are really hurting. And there's a mysterious <laughs> person there who's, who's, who's been the person guiding him to get out raccoon city the entire time. And who's this person people. It's Ada Wong, Ada Wong people. Who's more linked quite fondly to Leon Kennedy the inept ass off in this film to and then to west Coast, we brought you back to life there was some side effects and, and then, i brought you a pair of sunglasses <laughs> because this will help with your eyes and he goes into the corner buck ass naked
1: and he's like oh, i've got to put these sunglasses on just imagine and... that for a minute just you're absolutely naked and all you're wearing is a pair of shades take that into the bedroom people
0: I mean, Terminator kind of my dinner a little bit. To be honest, you know, <laughs> Terminator does it better. Just at least they got dressed first before the sunglasses on, and then yeah, the man. And then she says, "Oh, we've got plans for you or something." And the movie just ends. And by the way, people, I don't think they got plans for this film. they um, never going to be plans for this film. <laughs> but wrapping up, people, wrapping up. Basically, I think this film should have been a TV show. I honestly think I should have think it been called the Res- the the Raccoon City Chronicles. I think that's what it should have been called it should have been two episodes the mansion two episodes two uh sorry one episode two maybe one and a half and then it skips over to jill and the final episode is maybe linking jill and chris Lil, jill claire and leona because they do they don't meet in the games but it's a case of they could have if they're going to link them up do it that way and this movie was made for 25 million they should have given it more money, double at least, in my opinion, because you could have done a lot more. I'll give it. There's some of the some of the aesthetics did look good, like the Raccoon City Police Department front. They showed you the front of that police department a lot. I'll tell you that for sure. Yeah. Just the there's show, a lot yeah.
1: of there's a lot of Leon just looking out the window, saying, "Is like, is all those crazy people gathering outside the police station a good thing? Is that should that be happening? I mean, there is that scene where the burning dude shows up, and I thought that was really cool." yeah and
0: uh, oh yeah he he doesn't hear this really loud truck coming up to the police station because he's just listening to music the entire time people and it's just ah it's just this film the classic he's too busy listening to itunes (laughs) right i'll give so i'll give this film credit for a few things right they do try to get some of the visual aesthetic in there they do they get they get uh, references in there they do they do too many references that's a down point but a lot of the casting was good i thought you know claire jill uh chris wesker to a degree i mean chris you can't really fuck up it's just a white you know american football random man um, yeah white guy you know that's pretty much it leon you know i don't know how you could have thought that's pretty much a you know a 90s boy band guy it would have been it would not have been out of place at all but for some reason they gave them like 90s aesthetic but the the their clothing their hairstyles they weren't 90s especially him and just yeah i'm really frustrated because i really wanted to give this movie you know my hopes and you know my dreams and you know i really wanted it to be you You wanted it to Um, be good (laughs) yeah but yeah looking at the metacritic score the critics are metacritic right give this movie 44 the user score is 3.6. On Rotten Tomatoes... Now, this is what annoys me. The Tomato Meter score is 30% for critics. It's 66% audience score. Now, I'll tell you this, right? If you are going in as a casual person, maybe you might enjoy this film.
1: Yeah, I was just kind of thinking that. It's like, if you're someone like me who's not really played the games but has watched a lot of Let's Plays and has, like, a vague idea of the story... Um, you might enjoy it more than someone who is like an actual fan of the games. Because there's enough in there that you'll be like, oh, I remember this. This is cool. But then if you're like someone who understands the story and knows all the characters' motivations and yada, 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 then you're going to have a hard time. Because this, this movie just goes completely zigzag all over the place in terms of the pacing and where where characters are showing up and whether they should be there in the first place. but I don't know. I think I think I think sixty percent, seventy percent tops is like good enough in my opinion. It wasn't a terrible film, but it definitely wasn't a good film either. It is it is it is enjoyable because it's bad, you know. It but if I was to weigh up with the original movie, I still think I prefer that one. Yeah, this is why
0: I bought the original films because I think I'm gonna have to make an apology to those films. Like <laughs> I think I think I'm gonna go back and watch those films just to get to the end because also. They probably just went off their own track in the end. Like, We're just gonna do it our way and just get to the end and just have a good time. Because they made that franchise did make over a billion dollars. So something was going right there. And I just think if if they're gonna do more Resident Evil stuff here, yeah, this is what I was just thinking the other day. They should have done Resident Evil 7. Another another movie. No, 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 no. Isn't like they should have just done seven.
1: Oh, the the game. Sorry, there's there's six Resident Evil movies.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. No, so they should have done seven. Totally new characters. So we're not linked to anyone else. So we're tied to Ethan Winters from the game. It's set in that house, that creepy house. You could have got, you know, and it's set in a bog. That entire game, and maybe some shipwreckage. The entire game. Now, I would have enjoyed that. And then just do his story. Because 8 is great. The game is great. And do his story. If you're going to go if, either,
1: do I that. mean, I would
0: like that. I really enjoy the stories of that character. So I tell you, some of the visual level aesthetics of the game. I won't go into spoilers, people. It's brilliant. Stunning. And they should have done that in my opinion. And or just do Resident Evil Four.
1: Mm. It's the, but again, I really like Resident Evil Four. Though they could probably skip that whole section with uh Mini Napoleon. Yes, exactly.
0: And you know, because you've got you've got fucking like, you know, Lord of the Rings style trolls, you've got like, you know, the the entire castle section. And also people, you could the budget doesn't actually have to be back bit for that, because a lot of set in villages just reuse those villages those
1: stacks and everything and in the half even if you're just doing seven it's just a house you know you just need to make a big old house the house in that game is bigger than all the manor
0: (laughs) yeah exactly that's the funny thing in this movie the manor is smaller than the book the game the the house in that fucking game i always say to people right if you're listening to me people and you're going to do a resident of a resident evil film or a fan film you know do four if you're going to just skip to four don't do five go don't do six uh go <laughs> seven go to eight do those do those, those three games and also you can't fuck those up because it's literally giving this why i don't understand it's giving you the story and also the resident evil games are supposed to be cheesy b you know they're supposed to be b horror style things i just think you know do do a small mini mini series i think it would have been much better in my opinion that way you know, it would have given you time. Would have given you pace, pacing. You did. You could have stretched stuff. This is the time where you could have stretched
1: stuff out over yeah. and,
0: over a longer period to get more stuff in there.
1: You could have done like a like a Game of Thrones ten one-hour episodes sort of deal, and By the could rest have of us. yeah, just just get it all in one section. I definitely think they could have um, done it all just in ten episodes and then end it there because. I don't know. I I feel like I feel like the whole Ada Wong shit. It's like it wasn't needed. You could have easily just been like Wesker's a baddie and he's like he's you know he's betraying the guys, and you know let him lo- like run his demise. But they didn't really give you enough information about what would happen next for it to be worth pursuing. No. But they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna totally do another film. There's a hint at the end of this, but then it's like you know this film's not going anywhere because it hasn't. It won't have made enough money.
0: It's made about thirty thirty two million dollars now, so it's only made seven million dollars over its budget. Now, this is I believe this is from the cinema, so I don't know how it's doing on streaming, and because that 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 could help it. Because another thing is Netflix is doing a res and Resident Evil TV show with uh, Lance Reddick, I want Reddick, Reddick, I want to say as Albert Wesker, and it's set in the present day and the future at the same time. Like it's set his twin daughter his daughters. One goes down the dark path, I believe, in a one and a dozen, and twenty years apart. So you see both sides of that. That sounds like an interesting concept. Hmm. And you know, I've got, I've got faith in that. Okay, maybe not after Cowboy Bebop, which also that frustrates me as well because that show got cancelled, and that was trying to be more faithful and fair than this film.
1: I, I wholeheartedly disagree with that. But well, we'll get into. A I will ask you this, time. I guess uh on a scale of like one to ten, what would you give this movie? See, I'm usually very
0: a lot of people. I'm usually favorable to films. I'm usually known as the person who you're very forgiving. <laughs> yeah, this 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 is really awkward. I'm I've got to give it a four and a half, five at most. It's, it's see, not I would say five.
1: five is also an okay rating to give. It's like you can see they gave their they gave their. I mean, oh, I agree. Like five is reasonable because five is like they tried. They didn't do very well, but you could tell that they were trying. In some ways, it feels like to some degree, you know, maybe there was somebody telling them they couldn't have all the things they wanted, so they just cherry picked the things they could. They cherry picked too much, but yeah, they, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's, I haven't played enough of the games, but um, as I said, they they tried to do. It'd be cool if thing. they if they uh, if they could work the stuff from the original games well into the plot. That would have made more sense rather than just having lots of stuff from the yeah. games that people can go, oh, I know what that is yeah because literally as i said earlier the key it's just a you know that that i think that actually
0: worked because it was just a quick shot of the key and oh yeah cool that's the key from the, the games and whatnot awesome but again the diamonds fuck like that uh but yeah no it just yeah it gets a five most a 4.55 yeah. 5, and i'm only yeah. doing that because i think some of the actors were really good well not really good but they were cast well but they weren't they weren't directed, maybe not even directed well. I think maybe there was. I don't know how it was went with that, but also, Leon is just the the. You know, I feel sorry for the actor because I have seen him other things, and also ironically, he was in Zombieland too, so he mm. was in a zombie another zombie property.
1: No, I think I think they they made a, a a decent effort. Like they they did try, and you know I got to give him some props to that. It did make me feel it was you know more Resident Evil even if I don't remember it that much. But um, it, it it definitely succeeded in being different to the original like Resident Evil movies. And I think one of the things that kind of plagues a lot of the film industry right now is just reboots that are just like the same fucking movies again. But this didn't feel like the same movie. It felt like it was in the same world, but it was like completely different. And, you know, I got to give it credit for that. See that's what I'm gonna
0: say, right? Like this is why I had the hopes for the film because I saw the initial trailer. It looked creepy. It, you know, you know, obviously the girl, you know, Lisa Trevor, that the, you know, the um, the the prosthetics and everything looked creepy. It looked like it could be good, but I feel like the film just, you know, some of the casting choices or, or you know, not just the casting choices, some of the direction choices for some of the characters was poor. I feel that they did feel they did essentially make this driven to more characters than others, which it shouldn't have been. I feel tons of characters were put in when they shouldn't have been. Some characters aren't even in this film that should have been, like uh uh, uh Mr. Burton himself, I can't remember Barry Barry Burton, I believe. Uh, and you know they should have been in this film, and I think they should have done one and then two and three together because that would have been better. There was I don't understand why they did one and two together. Uh, just get this. I don't know if they maybe plan to do three or four next. You know, maybe like have an offshoot. But yeah, this film does get it gets a four point five out of ten, out you know a nice fifty percent rating. So I'm gonna give it lower than the rotten tomato score, but definitely higher than the Metacritic user score. So, uh, <laughs> that is it, people. That is our Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City spoiler discussion. We kind of went all over the place a little bit, but that just shows our passion for the discussion. It was, you know, it was something to it was something to be hard. That's definitely that's definitely We had something. a lot of
1: feelings. <laughs> a lot of feelings to be said. Mostly uh, we, laughter during watching this film. <laughs> there was definitely a lot of laughter.
0: But yes, people. So obviously with uh with our podcast now, we're doing our main shows every releasing every Friday. We're going to start sporadically putting in possibly some extra podcasts Uh, midweek. These won't be every week, but definitely look and check them out. We'll be doing some special episodes Uh, in the future. We will definitely be doing an adaptation, a few adaptation episodes, including like what sort of TV shows would you like to be adapted from a game or, you know, TV, you know, from a game, you know, movies or film or what sort of games would you like? You know, what sort of games would you like to be adapted? Um from from a movie. So the complete opposite. We're probably gonna be doing that around the when the Uncharted movie comes out in a few weeks' time. Cause I'm definitely looking forward to see where that's going from. Because I, I believe Johnny, you've played some of it.
1: Of Uncharted. Yeah. <laughs> um I have hot takes on Uncharted, but yes, I am familiar.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you know that that's actually gonna be a discussion and some mishmashing because that's a conversation as well. And that'll be in a few weeks, people. So yeah, definitely look forward to that. We will also be having some uh, reviews coming up for uh, um, Dying Light 2, uh, Sifu, and eventually Horizon Forbidden West, because as if you would listen to the video game episode, somehow I'm able to get through these 60-hour games quite quickly. I don't sleep, but I will be able to do it. So yes, people, we will be going into our next topic. Will be next uh, Next Friday will be looking into 2022, including what we're looking forward to, movies, TV shows, and video games-wise, what we're going to enjoy. Have you got anything, Jordan, that you're possibly looking forward to the coming up this year?
1: Uh, I mean, given our previous discussion regarding games that got us through 2021, it'll be the next Valheim update. So yeah. they're going to be bringing in uh, lots of new content. Um, First and foremost being uh, the Mistlands biome expansion. Again, it's just a free update. But uh, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to that.
0: Well, I definitely look forward to seeing what your opinions are and definitely check that out on our Friday, people, when we release that on Spotify and iTunes. Right, that is it, people. If you'd like to get in contact with us with any questions or queries, feel free to email us at nmipodcast at outlook.com. That's nmipodcast at outlook.com. Or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at nmicast. That is cast. Please join us next week as we delve into that 2022, as we look forward to that. Anyway, I'm really glad. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Please stay safe. Thank you again for joining for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Thanks, man. It's been really great. I've been your host, Nate. You stay safe, everyone. I will see you all next week.